Welcome to episode four of You Will Get Blisters. Here we are. Hello. You're right. I'm very good. We're back together. I've been on my Holly Bobs, it's been, been back to weeks, Mallorca. Yeah, been Mallorca. So. Looking very tanned, actually, Anne. Yeah. Did hope you'd notice. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was lovely. Thank you. Good. I feel well rested. Yeah. Was it warm over there this time? Do you know, it was changeable. So when we got there, it was shite. Was it? <laughs> And I saw our Brad's face look out the window and he went, Em, it's shite. And I went, it's a disappointment. Yeah. I said, it is going to be shite today, Brad. The weather is saying it's shite. And then it was quite a bit buckled. You know, the sky parted and then we had the sun for the rest of the week. So we were oh, very lovely. lovely. Oh, well, I'm pleased you had a good time. You're looking good, looking healthy. I tell you what, I'm very excited to hear more about this walk. I know. I'm excited to tell you a bit more. I'm very excited. It just, it, do you know what? It's bad because the, the seasons have now changed. This now feels like a long time ago. Honestly, it feels like a lifetime ago to me. And it, oh. It's what, like, I got back about a month ago, maybe. That's crazy, isn't it? But this is why it's exciting to hear all about it. So let's talk the walk. Yep. So I think we've just woken up about five o'clock yep. in a place called Gwythian on okay. a small campsite. Yep. And yeah, we were the first up. There's only about 10 people on the campsite, so we had to be really quiet. I think we had banana sandwiches. Ooh. Banana and peanut butter sandwiches. That was a staple, actually, the peanut butter sandwich on the walk. We ate a lot of them. Because you could literally carry a tub of peanut butter. Exactly. No Doesn't fridge need needed. A fridge. Oh, that's now I remember on that campsite. There was a fridge on the campsite. Ooh. So I popped our bananas in there. They came out rock hard. Um, I was going to say, that's an absolute schoolboy. Yeah. They go black, don't they? Well, they'd frozen. Oh. They had the fridge turned up far too high. So did you not have banana on your sandwich? I did, but it was very mushy and oh, very cold. yeah. But that's how we started the day. It was a nice time of day to start the walk, actually. So we, we walked down to, I don't know if you've heard of it, God Revy. I think Not it's God Revy. I was saying God Revy at the time. Okay. But there's people say, oh, look out for the seals. You'll see seals. Oh. And there's signs everywhere. Look over the cliff and, and you'll see seals. Didn't see a single one. Well, you've got one here with you now. <laughs> oh, that's true. Em's surname is Seals. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was just building up to this moment. Oh, there it was. <laughs> What a shame. No, I haven't I haven't heard of that place. And people love it for the seals, but oh. no, we didn't see a single one. But it is a beautiful place and it's a beautiful part to walk because it's actually relatively flat, that short stretch okay. over the cliff tops. Yeah, I recommend it. I think it's National Trust run. Okay. I feel like maybe I have heard it, but I don't know if it's because you've mentioned it on your Instagram. Oh, I may have done. May have done. Remind me, at this point, were your feet in bits? Um, no, because we'd had the week break had at home, week. hadn't we? And I mean, they weren't good. They weren't in a good no. way. Um, but I wasn't in a world of pain. But the fact that you were walking on flat was welcome. Oh, always. Yeah. yeah. And we walked to, well, our destination, I don't think it was very far that day. My my diary, I should have put the length, the distance we walked, but I didn't. Um, we were walking to Port Treath and we got there quite early. Okay. Well, actually, the hostel was just outside, just the other side of Port Treath. Port Reef, Port Reef. I don't know how you would say it. Is it one or don't two? Don't ask me. I can I don't barely know. read or write. Well, we got to Port Reef or Port Reef. Right. We had some lovely na- vegan nachos in a oh. cafe called The Hub. I'm going to give that a shout out. It was good. The Hub Cafe at Port Reef. Shout out to The Hub. That was really good. And then we went into the only pub there that was open. Old school. It was like going into, you know, like a sports and social kind of working man's club. Amazing. Perfect for me. Yeah. Right at my street. Asked them if I could charge my phone. They were happy with that. 
when you wear the backpack, Em, everyone wants to know what you're doing. So they're asking <laughs> us about that. And we played pool. Nice. Tom beat me about five times. I mean, it's the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. I don't know what day it was, but a weekday. You've got the local propping up the bar. Yeah. You know, the kind of person, only three teeth left. Oh, that yeah. sort of stuff. He started talking to us, <laughs> approached the jukebox, popped his pound in. What would you think he might choose, that kind of person? Um, okay, let me think. Meatloaf. Maroon 5, moves like Jagger. <laughs> 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 That's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and I it was. That. I think he got to choose five songs, and they were also, you know, we got Nicki Minaj in there, I think, uh, Ariana Grande. The, not what you would have expected. And whilst his tracks were playing, was he just propping up the bar? I think he was nodding along. Love that. But yeah, just sipping his pint. <laughs> What else have I put here? We walked inland to the Bridge Inn. Yeah, so we were walking to where our hostel was. We found a pub called the Bridge Inn. It was the first place, exactly what I was looking for in terms of a pub. Okay. Old school. It was the middle of the day. We walked in. There was about 10 people sat along the side of the bar. Yeah. They all turned around as we opened the door. And said hello in unison. Oh my goodness, you're not from round here. Yeah, exactly that. I wow. love that sort of With thing. With those backpacks on as well. Oh yeah. I bet you stood out like a right sore thumb. Well, it was only a tiny pub. I mean, we were, we, but they basically had to budge up to let us in. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. And this is exactly what I've been looking for. And they were all complaining that the landlady hadn't made Cornish pasties that day. <laughs> You know, they weren't having banter with it. They were like... I was going to say, was she there for this yeah. complaining? I can't basically remember her name. Go were, yeah, they were basically like, Maureen, you've really let us down. <laughs> she was like, well, I'm sorry, I have to make them next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very happy with that. And then we had to walk uphill to the hostel. Oh my God, M the hostel. Was this your first hostel of the trip? I, th- I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah, So I imagine you went into your first hostel of the trip experience with high spirits. Yeah. It's not as cheap as you might think. No, the, not, the down, not down there either. You can pay to stay in a dorm. Right. So just a bed with strangers. But then Tom and I would have to separate because, okay, you know, it's yeah. like male or female. Yeah. And there wasn't any two-person rooms available. So we ended up in a room with, I think there were seven beds. Wow. And it's just the two of us. Okay. But we had a private room in there. There's an old woman that runs this hostel. And there was a bloke staying there who'd been there all week already. Right. Just the two of them in this place. He had his motorbike with him. One of the first things he said to us was, I've come down to go out on my bike, but the weather's just been awful. We'd been there the whole time. Weather was absolutely perfect. I was going to say, it was cracking the flags. Yeah, it was blue skies then. So that was a bit weird. Did and he then- have a motorbike? I never saw the motorbike. I think he's made that up. But Mary, the lady, came to us separately and said, I don't know what he's talking about. The weather's been fine. And then if one drop of rain came and go, oh, well, that's another day wasted. That's another day gone. <laughs> Going to have to stay here. She was sick of him. Absolutely sick of him. Oh, my God. It was all very strange. Tom's written this bit of the diary, actually. Mike wouldn't leave because of non-existent rain. <laughs> Mary was very hands-on. <laughs> You couldn't have a minute's peace without her appearing. The whole wow. place was odd. So did Mary, she was the manager, you said? Yeah. Did she also live there? It seemed that way. Okay. It appeared that way. She was like a live-in manager, I suppose. Okay. Sink sock wash. So yeah, I washed my socks in the sink and then oh, she got me like a dryer down, like a, okay. a heater and also a um, hair dryer. Oh. She was really worried about my socks. Oh. And then we went back to the pub. Yeah. All the locals again. Hello again. You know, You're when we got from round here. And we met uh, my friend Jack, Nathan's cousin. Oh, lovely. Yeah. He just happened to be in the area for work. 
What a coincidence. It was a coincidence. And then we Jack gave us a lift. Basically, we really wanted a curry. Turned out curry's not good walking food. <laughs> but we hadn't learned that yet. We learned the hard way. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine it's quite heavy on the stomach. Yeah, the nearest curry house was in an industrial estate. So Jack drove us there. It was a great cousin. Yeah. But yeah, just don't eat curry when you're on a long distance walk. So bloated him. Well, yeah. Good job we had seven beds in that room because you wouldn't have wanted to share with yeah. me that night. Oh my God, that's absolutely hilarious. It is when you actually say it now, it's like, oh yeah, why why did we do that? Yeah. But at the time, rough. you were probably absolutely ravenous and you wanted a curry. Exactly. And I did. Especially when you're away from home as well. Like you eat quite a lot of spicy food at home. Mm. And how long had you been away again at this point? Oh, only a couple of days. But I suppose that's your normal food. Well, you crave also, what you like, have, don't you? Exactly. It's often quite cheap for quite a quantity of food. That's a very good point. You were on a budget. Yeah. And, you know, we knew we were meeting Jack. It was very strange though, because we said to Mary, oh, we're meeting our friend for a curry. She went, yeah. there's no curry round here. <laughs> we said, well, there is one on the map. Yeah. Oh, no, no. If you walk around the corner, you get to a pub. I said, yeah. Or, or there's a curry house. Like, we're going to go for a curry. No, no, you, wouldn't, you shouldn't go for a curry. Great. Thanks, Mary. But um, that's what we want. It was yeah. just really weird. That is weird. Unless maybe, for all you know, Mary might have been a seasoned walker and she knew not to eat curry. On a long walk. Well, she didn't make that clear. She didn't, did no. she? <laughs> but it was an all right place to stay. So we stayed at the hostel that night. That yeah. was absolutely fine. We had a proper shower there. Lovely. And then the next morning we were walking to St Agnes. Okay. Don't know if you've heard of this place. I've heard, I have heard of that place. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. Really nice. Well, I'm literally just reading this. I can't remember what happened. I'm yeah. reading this out of the um, diary. This is written by Tom. More strange interactions with Mike and Mary. He's put M&M. M&M. <laughs> Not the rapper, guys, not the rapper. E.g. Mike's poor recycling discipline. Right. I had noticed them that, so in the hostel, it was very clearly marked, all the separate different recycling. So, you know, like metals in here, food waste in here. And he was just throwing it all in the general waste. So this is Mike without the bike. That's the one. Mike without the bike is not only not riding a bike, he's not recycling. (laughs) I don't even know if his name was Mike. We decided to call him Mike based on his appearance. He looks like a Mike. This is brilliant. Yeah, maybe it's because it happens to rhyme with bike. I had noticed that he was just chucking it all. And there were so many signs. It was like in bold on the wall. Please recycle. This goes So in like here. cardboard here, tin here. Exactly that. And he was just going rogue. Yeah. So I had noticed it. And then the next morning, Mary came and said when Mike was somewhere else, not out on his bike. <laughs> oh, he keeps putting that in there. And she's going through the bins oh, bless after Mike. It was a strange setup. We couldn't wait to get away. And to confirm, you had a private room. You were not sharing a bedroom with Mike. No, thank God. But if <gasps> that we'd could have, have gone, happened. yeah, if Tom had gone for the cheaper option of sharing a dormitory, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He'd have been in with Mike, just Mike. Goodness. This was his holiday as well. This was this guy's actual holiday. I think Mike was telling lies, and he was like in his sixties. This guy, mm. all, all a bit odd, very odd. Coast path, mines, etc. There was a lot of mines. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, like warning yeah. mines, I think that's what Tom's getting at. The Hedgehog at Chapel Porth. So we had like a guidebook that we'd been reading from the 90s. Wow. And in it, um, the guy that wrote it, Andrew, Andrew something. Sarah's currently scouting the room Yeah, I can't book. <laughs> see if I can see so the book. So for context, the podcast mic is on top of a pile of books. Oh, it's not there. She's checking there now, but today's top of the pile of books is a book on Ray Mears blast from the past and Sarah told me that her and Tom have been to see Ray Mears live live and he lights a fire during every performance but sometimes can take a while <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> so if you ever go and see Ray Mears, make sure you don't have any plans afterwards. Yeah, don't have a train that you have to get back for. Yeah. It's Andrew Summit, I can't remember his name. But anyway, in the 90s, he said, when you go through Chapel Port, yeah. you've got to get the hedgehog ice cream. Okay. Now, bear in mind, he's talking about this 30 years ago. Yeah. Still there. I know exactly what these things are. Do you? This is a thing, you know. Oh, I didn't know this was a thing. Tom got very excited when he saw it. So t- explain then, Em, see if we we're on the same page so, with the hedgehog. I think it's one of those, like, it's almost like a clamshell situation with the ice cream no, between and it made main spike. Oh! Getting your right. animals wrong here. Right. Yeah, all... all. Little Miss Know-It-All doesn't know what it is, <laughs> and I stand corrected. Tell me what you've had. All your average ice cream men should do an oyster. I thought it was special. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Chapel Port, you can get a hedgehog. Okay. And it's ice cream in a cone. Yeah. And then clotted cream... Oh. And then dipped in nuts. Oh, that sounds delicious. I'm sure it Well, I didn't have any, but yeah, Tom really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a lot of calories. That does sound absolutely delicious. But they still do them now. Hey, never mind about the calories. You were walking that's miles true. a that's day. That's true, but there is actually a car park next to the shops of some people. Oh, just, yeah, that's true. Yeah, just I'm cheap. All, I'm all about the calories. That sounds absolutely delicious. Yep. Yeah, so Tom had one of them. My mouth's actually salivating oh, thinking God. about it. I could just eat one now. Not for me. <laughs> There was a couple of other things they did that had animal names that were new, but Tom went for the classic, the yeah. original, the hedgehog. Oh, been a thing since the, before the 90s, no doubt. Oh, this is their little um, saying as well, the hedgehog, c'est magnifique. C'est I don't magnifique. know why, no one in France. That's so funny. So I literally, I had this really clear vision of the oyster ice cream with something with like spiky things on top i know exactly what you're talking about yeah Yeah. but that's an oyster that's the oyster and you've had a hedgehog well you didn't have a hedgehog tom's had a hedgehog yeah oh i could just eat one let me tell you well you better get yourself down to chapel paul i'm gonna go now see (laughs) you and then he's written the driftwood spas pub for lunch which is in st agnes itself okay excellent pub highly recommend okay it's got like a brewery in it and... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really good. Up Massive Hill to St. Agnes Museum. Oh, um, <laughs> we had nothing on. We got there quite early and um, we couldn't check into where we were staying till like six or something. So we went to the museum and I highly recommend if you're ever in a town where you've not been to the museum, give it a go. So hang on. What do you mean? Like, so some little towns just have a little St. Ag- so for example, in St. Agnes, they've got the St. Agnes Museum. Yes. And that's quite common. Yes. Okay. If you're in a town and you've got a couple of hours spare, see if that town has a museum because okay. some of the things that they put in a local museum is clutching at straws, <laughs> you know, like this is my old school uniform, that sort of, oh, that sort of thing. I mean, the St. Agnes Museum is not, is not that bad. Okay. But um, they're often run by volunteers. Right. And the guy that was in there that day, I'm not exaggerating, and Tom does a better impression than me, after everything, he guffawed with laughter. So (laughs) there was, as part of the museum, a VR thing. Okay. And you could go in there. How 2022? Oh, I know. Well, he thought it was hilarious, obviously. (laughs) You you put your VR headset on and it basically, it makes you feel like you're on St. Agnes. um, I think there was a port there. Harbour. Harbour. Which has since disappeared, but it makes you feel like you're in like the Victorian times. And it's a project by the uh, students at a nearby uni. can't remember wow. which one. But he was like, oh, so you've seen the VR? <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, it's done by the uni students. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, okay. And, and it went on like that to the point where we came out laughing with him 
Well, do you know what? He's, cheer- he's cheering everyone up that's visiting the St. Agnes Museum. He has a great he? time. He has an absolute great time. But mm. it, and it was, you know, some stuff was a bit jovial and a bit yeah. funny. But then and there was other things like the way out's over there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just, absolutely, he must annoy himself. Has it not crossed your mind that you were potentially on some sort of hidden camera show? <laughs> To see your it reaction. Was, it was so over the top and so ridiculous that by the end of it, he must have thought we were laughing with him, but we were just laughing at him laughing. This is amazing. So do you pay to get into the St. Agnes Museum? Oh, you can leave a donation. donation okay. um, but we're on a budget. We're to be honest, budget. I do feel bad. Just tight cap. <laughs> I am, I am. So she'll send she'll send five in the post St. Agnes Museum. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> it's worth going just to meet him. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm already thinking I'm making a note of this place. <laughs> Not only this little hedgehog ice cream, they've got this comedy chat room in the museum. Brilliant. Oh, and he also gave us a tip. If you ever find yourself in Bude, oh, yeah. they've got a museum with a VR experience as well. Oh, and that maybe was that joined to the same university? It maybe? was, uh, but we actually forgot to go there when we got. Well, we didn't have time, but I'll we'll come on to that. Shame on but you. then, um, yeah, if, uh, if you're going to go to Bude at any point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we are actually going to be. Oh, well, you're going to love this. And um, they've got VR experience too. <laughs> Literally like lost, his, yeah. lost his head at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't have thought of anything. His twin funnier. brother might work there. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a right miserable bastard. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sucked all the fun out of his twin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah. So that was St. Agnes. That that was St. Agnes Museum. Yeah, that was great. Oh, that's really tickled me. Um, so I'll actually read because t- these are Tom's notes, so I've never read them. Okay. Bloke was pissing himself for everything. <laughs> VR experience on Harbour Wall that came down in 1920-ish. There you go. There's a bit of there, fact. There we are. There are some history. We didn't listen in history in school. Oh, no. so this is all. This, this is, is all this very is all new. Com- yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm about to write an essay on it. He mentioned one at Bude where you can control a boat. Oh, then he said. He told us that he'd been on the one at Bude. I had a couple of goes and tried to crash it into the rocks. Ha, ha, ha. Tom's oh, written. He's yeah. a rebel. Sail it off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Tom's actually written, left without donating, felt guilty. Well, it's all coming out now, isn't it? Yeah. And because we've used the material. Do you have? I should actually probably send She's going to send a fiver in the post. Yeah, I know no, you I are. I can see the guilt on your face. The cost of living crisis as well. Nobody's going to be donating so to the East St. Agnes Museum. I guess it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, what is the purpose of them having a museum? Is it just kind of like for local places to get a bit of promotion? And Yeah, I and also know. I think there's history in every history, town yeah. and they need to preserve some of those Yeah, artifacts. which is nice. Particularly in St. Agnes, there's a real surfing history there. So oh, there was lots okay. of like really old surfboards that don't even look like surfboards. Oh. They look like a ski, or, you know. Oh, wow. And there was actually, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, handboards. I've never heard of it. You strap it to your hands, one on each, just a little thing. Yeah. And I'm not really sure how it works, but you just wear them in the... In the sea? If anybody knows how handboarding works. I'll tell you now, if I had strapped those to my hands in the sea, I would sink. (laughs) Emma, I can't can't swim anyway. Have I told you that time I nearly drowned in Thailand? No. Me and Brad's mother? No. Lorraine, lovely Lorraine. I'll tell the quick version. We were in Phuket. I can't remember where in Phuket, irrelevant. And is that how you say it? Phuket. Phuket. I always always say fuck it or Phuket. Well, I think you are probably right. I'll say Phuket. Okay, fine. Because that's what I've always said. And I I think I probably am wrong. 
Phuket is known for surfing parts mm-hmm. of it and different times of the year the waves can be absolutely massive and we we're on this beach absolutely stunning and there was a section of the sea that they told you not to go in so what so did we do we went into that oh, section that is well we were it wasn't my choice it was that husband of mine because he's he sees that as always oh, a bit of adrenaline let's right. go in so we were in the sea where we were allowed to but you could literally like swim over to the bit you weren't meant to be in and we were kind of like having like fun in the waves and i was like oh maybe it's okay now i can swim but i'm not the strongest swimmer and Brad's mum, Brad's dad and Brad are all really quite strong swimmers. Brad's dad and Brad more so. They were absolutely loving it. I swear to God, this wave came and I still don't fully understand the sea. I'm a bit scared of the sea. The wave came. So you should be, I think. I don't know, well, after this. The wave came and it took us all into it. Now, I didn't do the thing which is like ride the wave. I right. just panicked. And I basically, me and Brad Smith, actually, it was a double wave. I didn't come, we weren't able to come up for air for like two turns of this wave. Oh my God. And now the comedy kicks in. Are you to panicking? which point, I remember hauling myself up to get breath, but I couldn't. And then another wave came. I ended up really comedy washed up near the shore. Sorry, guys. There was definitely some sort of boob out situation. (laughs) My hair can only be described. What's that film? Is it The The Ring? Ring. Yeah. That's how my hair was. I was terrified. I thought I'd just nearly like escaped death. And Brad had obviously was trying to find me knowing that I'd be scared. And I screamed at him coming out of the water. I was was furious that he'd made me go to this part. I was like... (laughs) because <laughs> i couldn't get out because so actually no i'm wrong i was i thought at that point i was trying to get out i couldn't get out the current was so strong it was like still trying to pull me in. So he came over to me and like dragged me out and then his mum and um, because she was like a little bit further down no word of a lie me and brad's mum were traumatized and we were Bet. still blowing seawater out of our nose the next morning oh my god and that is a horrible story but it's quite funny. <laughs> well, it is now, but I can imagine at the time it took a while. I, honestly, we, we were sat at eating dinner that night in like a little stripped back restaurant in Thailand. I can't remember whereabouts in Phuket it was. And I was just like, Lorraine, my life's still flashing before my eyes. And she was like, Emma, I'm exactly the same. It was absolutely horrendous. I honestly thought I was going to die. But I've been back in since. Have you? Yeah. Not, not in that section. Sk- okay. Brad and his dad went in that section again the next day. We would not go that in it. But I thought, I'm getting back in the sea. I'm not. Gonna let this become a thing. The moral of that story is to heed the warnings. Heed the warnings. But there we go. Well, I'm pleased we still got you here today. I'm still here. Because it could have gone the other way. It could have gone the other way. It was wild. And shout out to Lorraine. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something you've shared together. We have shared together. together. I'm going to remind you of that. I'll see you next week. Oh, so you were saying about the handboarding? Oh yeah. I mean, we didn't try it. Obviously. No. Do you know? I never even got in the sea. Oh, that's not true. I went for a paddle in somewhere. I've probably written it down in here. You you were over the sea at this point because you'd done that coastal path though, weren't you? We're you still on the it. Side of it. She's still, well, yeah. You were on it for a long time, eh? You were on it for yeah. a long time, weren't you? Um, I had a pint in the St Agnes Hotel. We sat outside on the road. This is all Tom. Then we walked to the Airbnb. I'm not going to say any names at this point. Okay. I think she might be about to say something negative about <laughs> it, guys. Hey, the actual room was fine. So I, I don't know if anybody else has done it, but on Airbnb, yeah. you can basically just stay in someone's house. Yeah. So they're there and you just have a room in their house. Yeah. So you share the bathroom with them. Some of them let you use their kitchen and living room. Some of them don't. And this was our first experience of doing that. It's not cheap. Well, this one wasn't cheap because she's in a um, like a beach town, so it was oh, yeah. really expensive. And also, I'm guessing this was kind of like peak season, wasn't it? It was getting there. I think it must have been May. Uh, well, I feel like it was June because it's after the Jubilee, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps it... Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is a, yeah. yeah, it is. Anyway, so it was our first experience of that. And like, yeah, we felt a bit nervous about going to somebody's house. Yeah. The room was fine. Everything was fine. And the person was fine. However, I said multiple times, like, we're really tired. We were so worn out. Feet were killing. She spoke to us nonstop for about four hours. <laughs> At no point did she say, take a seat. So... And, you know, it's my fault, really, for not just sitting down. But basically... Yeah, but it's awkward. You're in someone's home. And exactly. Exactly. And we hadn't done that before. We Hang stood on. Up. Where are your backpacks? Are they oh, on we've, your take, we've taken them oh, off, thank God. I think you two little snails stuck there. <laughs> the little houses on the backs. I know. Well, I couldn't have done it with the backpack on. We stood in her living room with her talking at us for four hours. And, and it's I, not your fault for not sitting down. That is her fault. I could barely get a seat. word in edgeways. Wow. But when I could, I did tell her how tired we were. And that because she said, Oh, I bet you're going out for some food tonight. And you said, actually no, we've just eaten loads and now we're gonna get an early night because we're really, really tired. And then talked to us for four hours. Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't the best experience, but I mean she was nice enough. So what was the situation in that one? You had your own room mm-hmm. and then you shared her bathroom. Yes. Did she let you use her kitchen? She did. We didn't use it that evening. We used it for breakfast, but she'd already gone out in the morning. Oh, because so it's very trusting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have your own key? Uh, well, we would have done if we'd gone out, but we yeah. didn't. But right. yes, in general, yeah. And actually, like all of our experience of doing that have been really positive. That's really I good. I wouldn't put anyone off doing it. It's always yeah. been really good. It's just that we were knackered and we wanted to go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she, she wanted a friend. Oh, and that was our first experience of doing it. But in general, I mean, it's normally you normally find that it's a single woman. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's always been good. Is this the lady? I feel like you did tell me it's this when obviously you were on the walk that had had some interesting characters stay with her before. Yeah, she'd had a monk stay I, with her. I remember you saying this because that was fascinating. Yeah, a female German monk. Wow, like very random. Yeah, because you'd imagine like a place where she's based, a tourist hotspot. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like some characters as well turning up to this Airbnb. Do you know, if we had more space, I would definitely yeah. do it. Because yeah. I think we do lots of these homestays in yeah. the end. And some of the stories, I'll come on to them when we get to them, yeah. are hilarious. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, she was lovely. Yeah. She just talked a lot. That's so funny. But then she, all these amazing people she's met. And did mm. she say how long she'd done it for? I think she started doing it during the pandemic. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. When, when people were doing more staycations, yeah. not when you couldn't have people in your own home. No, <laughs> She's gone rogue. Yeah. You got to, well, oh, you can come around, but you've got to pay. Yeah. That's true, <laughs> £80 a night. That was probably allowed. It's not cheap. Yeah, no. Gosh, okay. That's interesting. So then, oh, Tom put bad sleep room was hot. I didn't find it oh. to be that. I, th- I slept fine. And then day six. So we woke up there, obviously. Tom's put, found a clump of her hair in the bathroom. <laughs> It's always nice, isn't That's it? That's nice, isn't it? Did yeah, that set lovely. the scene for the rest of the day? Well, we'll soon find out. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time.